Welcome to the Free Your Jaw podcast, a show dedicated to all things jaw pain, where your host Helen Baker interviews experts and talks to jaw pain sufferers about anything related to the causes, symptoms and treatment options for overcoming jaw pain. My name is Helen Baker and today I'm delighted to be talking to Krina Panchal, a physiotherapist and TMJ dysfunction specialist based in London. Today we will talk about dry needling and how it can help relieve the symptoms of jaw pain. Welcome Karina, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, so I'm a physiotherapist. I uh, qualified I think about nine years ago and it came to a point where I wanted to specialise in something and my uh, boyfriend then, who is now my husband, was a dentist and he was asking me about, you know, what can you do for TMD? And I was like, well, I don't really know about that joint. Anyway, a little bit of research turned into a specialism. And um, I did numerous courses over in Italy and in America and brought again the whole concept of treating TMD over to the UK and approached lots of surgeons and dentists to see if they wanted help with some of their patients. And it was well received. So um, since I think for about seven years now, I've been treating this area and done lots of other um, adjunct courses too as well, one being dry needling. Amazing. Okay, so in terms of dry needling, how a client with jaw pain comes to you, how would you go about treating them with dry needling? Sure. So I think maybe if, if I first explain a little bit about what dry needling actually yeah. is. And so the reason why it's called dry needling is because the opposite would be, I guess, wet needling. And dry needling is basically where uh, we are not insert, uh, injecting anything into a patient. So there's no medication involved with it. And hence the term dry needle. Okay. okay? Yeah, but it's not an an injection needle, it's actually an uh, acupuncture needle. So it's exactly the same as acupuncture needles, okay? But it's a different technique to acupuncture. Completely different technique. Okay. Completely different technique. So where uh, acupuncture is based on Chinese medicine, dry needling is based on Western medicine, and it's around the concept of trigger points or myofascial pain. So when a trigger point in layman's terms would be a knot. So when we're you know, massaging into here, for example, and we find a lump, that knot is classed as a trigger point. So when we look at trigger points, if we have a look at what a trigger point actually is, if you imagine a muscle um, and within a muscle, you have fibers, right? And they're supposed to go in nice straight lines alongside each other so that when they contract, when we're trying to move, for example, then they, the fibers come together nicely. And when we relax, the fibers come apart nicely as well. Now, this is the ideal scenario. But when you have poor posture or you're in a sustained position or in terms of TMD, if we are constantly clenching our muscles, our masseter, for example, is one of the muscles we use to clench our muscles, our um, fibers can get a little bit fatigued, really. And the amount of nutrition that's supposed to be there um, decreases, the amount of blood flow that's supposed to go there also decreases because we're constantly fatiguing that muscle. So then we end up with a trigger point in that area, okay? So not only is the muscle contracted and in spasm, but in the middle here, we have a knot or a trigger point. Now, when um, I'm assessing for someone who's got TMD and they, you know, I'm thinking, do they have trigger points? I will basically do a sustained hold um, on a trigger point. I can easily find one here in my masseter, press 
on there. And if I am able to feel pain in the local area or can feel pain in the local area plus somewhere else, then I would say that they have an active trigger point there. And that could be one of the main reasons why they've got an achy jaw or sustained pain in that area as well. Okay. And that is that point where you would put the, you insert the needle. Yes. So, so once that, that would be through assessment. And then when I go on to treatment, I would then needle all those areas that I found trigger points in. And do you insert the, the needles directly into the trigger point or around it or in it as well as around the trigger point? Um, so it depends on the patient's sensitivity and, and what they're able to tolerate as well. So if they're coming in and they say, you know, they're in excruciating pain, it would probably be quite mean of me to put the needle straight into that trigger point because uh-huh. it would be quite reactive. So I would then do the surrounding area. And um, what ends up happening when you put the needle in is that we've actually seen on imaging is that where the fibers are really interlocked because they're in spasm and the trigger point is on top of there. As soon as you put the needle through that trigger point or in and around that surrounding area, the fibers realign and they become straight lines again, which then uh, allows us to go into the relaxation position which is the most important part, because I think whether it's with you or for me is that we're trying to get that patient there and train them to be in that position. So the needling will do that for them. So when someone is having that done, they will feel that uh, release immediately. So I was going to say, is it, it's an immediate sensation within the jaw, is it? Yes. And so most people will uh, describe it as they can feel blood rushing into the area and or they can feel um, a deep relaxation uh, because I because then those are the two things are actually happening where blood is flowing into the area because if you imagine I am I am actually putting a needle into a muscle so I am causing a micro injury there mm-hmm. and then that also tells the brain that stop neglecting me try and do something about it so I've created a new injury and it tells the brain, I'm a new injury, come and do your natural healing effects. And one of those would be to rush blood to that area, which is what they actually feel. You can feel. Wow. And then how long do the needles have to stay in for? When you're learning dry needling, they say, you know, you leave it in until you see a twitch or, you know, you, you poke in and out and you, you see, you sort of, you're feeling for the resistance. Okay. And the at which the needle goes in and out. I find for the rest of the body sort of here down, doing that sort of technique is great and everyone reacts quite well to it. However, when you're needling the face or the muscles of mastication, I find that it's just too much for them. And so uh, for the face, I personally um, literally go in, do a few pokes in and out, and then within three seconds, I'm out again. Okay, so it's not like you leave, set up, leave for 10 no. minutes. Okay, it would be too, no. too much. That would be too intense. Um, okay. And I learned that early doors that to not leave them in for that long. Wow, and are all the needles the same length or are they different lengths? They're all the same length because when I'm um, typically, if I'm treating a TMD patient, I'm doing needling in their jaw, but also their neck as well. And most of the muscles are quite small, so I can use the same uh, length needle for all of them. Okay. Um, You can get varying length, but for this area, I use the same length needle. 
Wow. And in terms of the painful factor, how, how painful is it or does it depend on each client's threshold to pain, I guess? It does. However, even those ones um, that are in excruciating pain and then and they allow me to do the needling uh, mm-hmm. for them, they all, probably about 90% of them say, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And um, it's just the thought of a needle being put Going. into your face. Yeah. So the way that I describe it to patients is that, you know, when you have a safety pin and then you accidentally prick your finger and you can feel that sort of sharp prick, that's what it will feel like when it's going in. Uh huh. Then if I am going to put the needle through a trigger point, then they may feel like a spreading type pain in that trigger point area. But even when patients feel that, and yes, it is painful, they find it sort of a relief as well. So it's yeah. not excruciating, get off me sort of pain. It's sort of a, a nice pain that feels like you're actually relaxing the muscle. There's a little bit when you have massages where yeah. you're doing trigger point release and it's like, oh, that really hurts, but carry on doing it. Uh, it's it's like a good like pain. That. It's like a pain. It's I often pain. describe it to my clients as it's painful, but it's someone's pressing that pain that you've had for such a long time. So yeah. that makes it actually feel like it's a good pain. Yeah, um, it's a and then pain. thankfully the relief and the release afterwards makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so the, most people after they've got the over the initial fact that I'm actually putting needles in their face, they then realize that this isn't as bad as they had imagined it to be, and they allow me to do needles everywhere, and even and they actually ask for more. Okay. <laughs> and I have to say, I think this is enough. <laughs> and is there any client that you wouldn't do needling to or do you do you really use needling for as many of your clients as possible I mean if they've got a tight muscle and they've got a trigger point in there then I would do needling on most patients with everyone you always have to look at their middle medical history and what about the temporalist can you release that through that oh wow yes. Wow. Yeah, so so I will do the uh, masseters, mm-hmm. I will do the temporalis, I can do go through and do the digastrics um, mm-hmm. underneath, and then we can do a lot. Some people do do the uh, lateral pterygoid uh, mm-hmm. by having slight mouth opening and going um, through the gap there. However, I just don't feel comfortable going in through that deep because you would go in about four centimeters so okay I just don't feel comfortable doing that but some people do do that and then all of the neck muscles as well oh wow amazing and how can you tell us about one client that you treated a story that's really helped them through dry needling yeah so there was there was one client who again a a little bit like I mentioned uh, before was really hesitant on having any dry needling and she only wanted me to do everything else that I do apart from the dry needling and we were sort of hitting a brick wall really because with her diagnosis that she had was myofascial pain which is basically having lots of trigger point and I wasn't treating any of the trigger points directly and I was trying to do it all indirectly anyway after a couple of sessions she improved somewhat but not enough really and I knew that the dry needling was going to be a game changer for us so she reluctantly agreed and she let me do just one masseter and I usually do about three needles in there and I'll sort of see how it feels compared to the other side and then let me know the next uh, appointment. Anyway, she felt so much relief that she then allowed me to do everything. Oh, all masters, oh, wow. temporalis, digestrics, her whole neck, anything. And she felt like a new woman because it's just that load of your mind because it feels so heavy. 
um, a lot of our patients describe it as like a little bit like a headache in this area because it's so much heaviness, like the weight on your shoulders. Um, and she just felt so free and floaty. How and how often does she have to, would she have to come back? But how but that, that, I mean, that reaction was after a session. Wow. Uh, and then usually within about two to four sessions, I we get good results. After that, it's probably more maintenance. So maybe a couple of times a year or something like that. But alongside that, I also like to do lots of uh, strengthening exercises as well. So it's all well and good trying to release those muscles through the dry needling and that works really nicely but is you know how can we maintain that release and I find that doing um, exercises alongside it um, helps as well so I will strengthen the neck um, and I will strengthen the jaw muscles as well. Amazing thank you is there anything else oh do you have any top tips for any dual pain sufferers like myself that what we could be doing to try and keep our jaws nice and relaxed? I think with a lot of my um, patients, just patients that I see in, in general, they always they sort of come to me and think, oh, you are the expert in um, jaws. This is why I've come to you. But actually, I find that my patients are really well informed and they know their condition way more than I would know their own condition. Yes, I've done studying on it and all that sort of stuff. But I think when if they're ever looking for a practitioner or seeing which therapies would work for me, I think they should um, really look at what do they think it is? You know, is do they find that is it a more of a muscular issue? Is it more their teeth? Is it, you know, what do they think it is? And I, I find that when I'm questioning my patients, they usually arrive to their solution themselves and they, they're already an expert in their own condition and they never, they, they need me to do the physio part of it, but really they're well-rounded and they know what's actually going on with them. So it's about listening to yourself. Listen to yourself. And if when you go and see someone and they are saying you need this, this and this, you know, is that something that resonates with you? Do you think that is going to help you? If it doesn't sound familiar and doesn't feel like it's going to help you, then maybe go to someone you think is can help you and if you feel comfortable with them, it's familiar. Um, I mean, with TMJ dysfunction, it's such a such a vast world out there isn't there there are right. so many different therapies different opinions different yeah. ways of yeah. treating it so I think you're right yeah. sometimes our, we have to trust ourselves in yeah. how we are going to treat it and yeah. actually we know deep down what would work for us so yeah that's a great tip yeah and I think it's so multifactorial as well in terms of what causes TMD you know we obviously do the body work part of it but then for some people it's psychological mm-hmm. uh, so, and for others it's the way their teeth are meeting this not, that's not something that I can actually actively help with or do it any justice either just by doing some physiotherapy so you know it's about digging a bit deeper and um, seeing what are the triggers there and then going to the right practitioners and then I guess maybe another tip would be I guess along the same lines of just taking charge of your own health really it's not it's all well and good so if you've decided yes I think it is muscular and you're coming to see Helen or I it's not a case of doing two or four sessions with us and then thinking it's all going to go unfortunately like I said it is multifactorial so we need to take into consideration our sleep our nutrition 
Do we need to see a dentist as well? Are we exercising? What's our mental health like? All of these things tie in deeply with TMD. So if all of those other things are not in check and all you've done is had some physio and you haven't seen any good enough results, then really we need to be looking at all of those other things. So, you know, taking ownership of your own health and looking at other things that you can be doing as well. Because yes, physio is one of them, but there are so many other things as well. That's fantastic. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Free Your Job podcast. I've really enjoyed chatting to Karina from Karina Panchal Physiotherapy, and I've loved hearing how dry needling works and how it can help relieve jaw pain. For more information about all things jaw pain and TMJ massage therapies, please head to www.tmjmassagetherapies.com. I look forward to sharing and talking all things jaw pain again with you next week.